You're listening to Show Me Your Mic, a show that interviews other podcasters about their workflows, gear, and thoughts on podcasting. Your host is Chris Enns, a podcaster who's hoping to learn more about the craft by talking to fellow broadcasters. Hello and welcome to Show Me Your Mic, the uh, podcast where we talk to podcasters about podcasting so we can all podcast more podcasts, something like that. I'm Chris Enns, your host, and for episode number 25, the quarter century of this show, I am joined by the uh, illustrious and uh, wise Mr. Stephen Hackett from uh, down there in Memphis. Hi, Stephen. Are you there? I'm here. How are you? I am well. Well... (laughs) I didn't bring you a gift. I feel like I should have brought you something for the... What's the 25th anniversary? Like, I know some of them, like, you get, like, silver or gold. Is the 25th, like, the PVC anniversary? Like, <laughs> What's PVC? Is that an American thing? Oh, piping. Piping? Right, right, yeah. 25th is... Uh, let me just... We'll do... Since I don't have any notes, so we'll just riff on this. It's a... Uh, the modern gift is silver, actually, so... Oh, wow. Silver. Do they still make really, silver nanos? Could have got, got me something like that. I really let you down. I'm sorry. We can just wrap up. I mean, yeah, <clears throat> we've covered more here than we do on the prompt most weeks. So. <laughs> <clears throat> That's the the new episode hasn't come out yet, right? And my my catcher feed podcast feed reader thingy isn't. Yeah, so we we record on Wednesdays, and then depending on where you live, release either Wednesday night or Thursday morning, uh, right. depending on how long Mike takes to play with it. Yeah, so for folks who aren't aware, I guess I'll, I should probably do a little bit of an introduction. Um, most people know who you are probably, but <laughs> for the, the few. No, the, you're, you're blogging, weblogging, as it were, at 512pixels.net, and you're podcasting, which is probably more relevant to this show, uh, at The Prompt, and uh, which is on 5x5.tv slash prompt. I noticed they dropped the in that one on the URLs, but... Uh, so 5x5.tv slash prompt, and it's a show that's with uh, you, Mike Hurley, and I'll butcher his name, but Federico Vitici. Did I get that's, that's correct, yes. Yeah. Federico Vitici. Yeah. And uh, you're, I'm breaking my rule, my unofficial rule. I was going to announce sort of beforehand here that uh, I, I continue to s- solicit, I think is the right word, look for new podcasters to come on this show because I'm always curious and I only have so much time, obviously, to listen to podcasts, so I'm not going to listen to everybody's podcast in the world before I ha- invite them on. So if you're wanting to come on, visit sskTn.com slash contact to show me your mic and say, hey, I want to talk about my podcast on your podcast about podcasting. And I'm trying to break the record for references to the word podcast in this episode. I think <laughs> if you say it again, you, there's like a license fee. Yeah, that's true. There's that uh, patent thing going on. I probably. Do you guys have patents in Canada, or do people just running around stealing things out of this? <laughs> we steal each other's uh, maple syrup and oh, that's uh, rough. glues. Yeah, it's tough, but that's what we do. Watch yeah, out patents. for Jim Dalrymple. Yeah, pat, pat. We don't talk about patents. I'm no. just kidding. Exactly. Well, uh, what was I saying? The I don't know. Podcasting. Oh yes, if you want to come on the show, you can. Uh, yeah, sskTN.com/slash/contact and. Uh, in particular, there was something I was going to mention. Oh, uh, women. I'm. It's <laughs> kind of funny <laughs> to say. I'm a. I've had a few people comment on the fact that I think I've had one episode with uh, a woman on the show, and it's not intentional at all. So I would love to hear from some folks who are of the female persuasion to come on the show. Yeah, that's that's really hard though. Like, so Mike and I had. Uh, well, it really was Mike and like some trolls and I stepped in and, uh, which I shouldn't have, but I did about, you know, people were complaining to Mike about that, how when we were running, you know, 70 decibels was the podcast network that, that we formed, you know, two or three years ago that Dan acquired and, uh, there were no female hosts and like, we really like sought some people out and like tried to solve that problem. And there's just not a lot of women in the space. And, um, so you know, I think you having one guest out of twenty five being female is, is sadly, you know, probably pretty accurate to the the landscape. Yeah, for right now, and I, th- I mean, I think there's there's a there's a, a lot of them. I know my wife uh, listens to a bunch, uh, particularly in sort of the crafty mommy blogger space. And I was, uh, well, we were joking beforehand. I had a show, Welcome to the Internet, where I did have more, uh, but it, it is like. Um, if if somebody isn't a podcaster, which is what obviously this show is geared towards talking with, 
it's it's uh it's can be can take a while to convince them to appear on a microphone that's going to be recorded and sent out on the internet somewhere and um and so if they're not already in the space and you and I like in the tech world there's tends to be a predominantly male kind of vibe going on and yeah. you know like talking about apple gear and stuff and not that there isn't women out there and there should be certainly should be more um i think it would be a valuable part of the conversation for sure but yeah it's it's not that it's the classic or i don't know it's the classic thing but it's the always the awkward thing of like i'm not turning anybody away i'm not doing anything intentional but i'm also not doing a great job of seeking it out either in my to yeah put well i mean it's about. just it's hard yeah. and you know i think you're definitely right in the technology space there's it's very male driven um, for whatever reason. Uh, that's a whole different conversation. That's I, I really don't honestly know what causes it. But what's what's interesting to me, uh, you know, so to talk about podcasting for a second, was it last week Apple announced a billion uh, iTunes podcast subscriptions? Yeah, actually, it's worth mentioning on the show too. Uh, yeah. Which is really cool. Like I said on the prompt or on 512 or somewhere, things blur together in my mind. Yeah. Like, I had no idea podcasting was that big. Like, <laughs> it's kind of cool. And what was interesting is Apple highlighted, I don't know, maybe a dozen, two dozen shows on the iTunes page. And like two of them were tech shows. And, you know, there was a lot of like nightly, you know, nightly news with Brian Williams and the guys who do the Stuff You Should Know podcast and a lot of like non-tech stuff. And so I think, you know, the problem with, you know, the lack of a female voice in podcasting uh, it's just even more concentrated in the in the tech arena. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And yeah, it's it is an interesting idea that uh, one billion subscriptions. I don't know, like that's a that's such a big number that it's hard to quantify. Yeah. And I know I think it was on the prompt because I remember you guys talking about how like it's too bad that they sort of focused on it. Seemed like all the big major brands or maybe yeah. Nike was sort of a bit you know, and that's true. Like because I think there was a lot of us if I can throw myself in there, but like the indie doing this thing and trying to like jump on the, the idea when Apple either before or when Apple you know threw it in the iTunes store and where it wasn't like NBC was like, Hey, that's awesome. Let's do podcasting right now. And it took right. them a while when they saw the success of like, I'm sure like a Leo Laporte or maybe Dan Benjamin at five by five, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it is interesting. And you know, there's a, there's a term in journalism. I'm, I'm getting to use my degree today. I'm so excited. Sweet. <laughs> uh, there's a term in journalism called shovelware, where uh, newspaper websites used to be really bad about this. Like they would take like Monday's newspaper and basically scrape all the content and put it on the website. And I kind of feel like that's what's still what some of these like big like the nightly news video podcast. Like that's literally just what they aired on the TV. Yeah, and it's a podcast form, and that's cool. Like. Like for me, like I don't have a television, so like if I want to watch that, I have to do the you know the video podcast or whatever. But it's like again, it's not it's not independent and it's not like original content to podcasting. Like you know the stuff that we get to make sitting behind our expensive microphones is like unique. And I think what, at least what we're trying to do in the prompt and what you know a lot of people are trying to do is like push the limits of the medium and like do things that you can only do on podcast and like just. Wrapping a QuickTime file in some XML and dropping into iTunes from your newscast really isn't all that exciting to me. Yeah, exactly. And especially when it's, like you said, in the day and age of PVR and, and all that kind of stuff where people can just, they'll, they'll watch it when they want to watch. And that's that's a neat thing. But yeah, it's almost like we need a, and I don't want to, we don't really need this, but like in, in this space, we need another term for that. And then there's the podcast broadcast type stuff that the rest of us are doing. Where it's, you don't like netcasts? Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I'm coming on board. Like, I, I'll call it a podcast. Obviously, that's what I, I mean, I've said podcast now 16 times, I think at least. But the broadcasting idea of is in general is, I think, like, I like that idea of us falling back into that uh, bigger uh, term rather than sort of in the niche of podcasting. But yeah, somewhere in there, I don't, I don't care what it is called, really. It's just we're having fun doing this thing and hopefully yeah, I mean. Listen. I don't know about you, but I'm completely nude just talking to a microphone. Like, fine. <laughs> That's my present for the 25th. <laughs> it's the nude anniversary. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm fully dressed. <laughs> as fully dressed as you are in Memphis, I guess, right? You're yeah, it is hot. Yeah. It is hot, yeah. So. yeah, I think you guys took our summer. It's like freezing up here now. You Would know, you- it's actually, it's been nice. Like we had, my daughter turned three yesterday. We had her birthday party on Saturday. And uh, like, it was like, low 80s like breezy and i was like is this july like what happened i don't understand (laughs) 
Yeah, it's crazy. So, anyways, back from podcast or back from weather to podcasting. Let's talk about parenting the whole time. And parenting, yeah, people love that. <laughs> I hear. See, that's a, it's so funny when other podcasters go like I I know like that's a Dan Benjamin thing or Merlin and other podcasts start talking about parenting. When you get to another, you get to chat with another parent on an adult level, and there's no kids in the room. Like right now, I'm presuming your kid doesn't sound like your kids are in the room with you. No, I'm home alone. Yeah, it's kind of actually like you can carry on a conversation without having to be interrupted every five minutes and. Yeah, and actually compare notes and realize you're not yeah. so crazy. I really, I really like want to do a parenting episode of the prompt, which is unfortunate because my two <laughs> hosts are single dudes without children. Uh, but don't also, really, I really want to do a cancer episode, but I don't know if anyone's ready for that. So maybe, oh, well, yeah. maybe a special, a special episode one day. But um, you know, it's fun. It's yeah. Kids, well, that's I mean, just so people semicolon everybody has left. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for people who maybe don't know, I guess the the when you're referencing the cancer episode, I follow your blog and your web blog and stuff, and obviously listen to the prompt and stuff. But what's uh, what are you referring to? So it's two part. Um, one, and he's made some of this public, but uh, Federico was uh, diagnosed uh, with a type of cancer. Um, I guess now a year ago, eighteen yeah. months ago, um, and he's doing really well. He did chemo and some surgery, and like he's doing great. Um, and he and I have had a lot of offline conversations about it um, because uh, my uh, four-year-old son um, uh, also has is, is also a cancer patient. He, he was diagnosed with a brain tumor at six months of age. And so I've gone through uh, – I mean, obviously not gone through what Federico has. Like I haven't undergone treatment myself, but I've been like as close as you can get to it. Mm-hmm. And so he and I have had some really good conversations uh, about that. And I haven't even broached it with him. So I'm sorry that he's learning about my idea here. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> uh, but, you know, I think I think it's a really interesting, um, obviously very sober, but very interesting, like, point of discussion. Just like how, you know, everything from treatment itself and like the whole medical end of it. But also like, how do you do normal life? Like when you when you walk around with that on your shoulders all the time. Or like, how do people treat you differently? And yeah, I think it's really interesting. And, um, and both Federico and I both have benefited greatly, uh, from our, our online community. Um, <laughs> like, I mean, when, when Federico, you know, broke the news, like just you know, Twitter and email and everybody was just like, Oh my God, like we're here for you. Let us do, you know, let us know, you know, what we can do for you. And he, and he has that at home, uh, as well with friends and family as do I. And like, so it's really interesting that, um, you know, I've written a good bit about my son's battle, you know, not necessarily specifically about his, his treatment or whatever, but just about like how it's affected me and how like two years ago I came home and told my wife that she needed to take me somewhere where I was going to walk out of the house and kill myself. Um, like I've written a lot about that and talked a lot about it and it's, it's, it's been great for me to do that in public and that's super weird, right? Like I write a, a tech blog sort of, um, yeah, and have a tech podcast. But like, well, I'm also really interested in these other things, and technology is related to those things um, in a lot of ways. And I don't know; it's just all kind of intertwined for me. And I'd really like to do that on a show sometime, like really do it. Um, and so, and it might just be me and, and someone else. You know, I don't know if Federico is willing to do that, but uh, at some point, hopefully, I'll, I'll get to to make that thing. Yeah, well, it's it's an interesting idea because not just interesting, but like to to step back, I guess, and and look at it just from the purely like what goes on in the podcasting space. Typically, is kind of jokey joke. Here's a a thing we're gonna do, and there's a bit of like there's good discussion for sure, and we all all have that and enjoy it and listening to it. But but yeah, the compared to when Apple is gonna release the new iPhone five C or whatever. 5s or and the shades of gray it might have on it and you know all the stuff that we care so passionately about that kind of stuff like real life stuff is is often stepped over and avoided and you know we kind of create this which i think is 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 a good discussion as we talk about podcasts like i i project a bit of a persona onto a podcast i don't normally talk exactly this way i don't i don't feel like i don't really consciously think i'm that different when i'm off mic but I certainly am. I'm, I'm much more reserved and quiet and more uh, of an introvert than an extrovert was what you might think someone would be on a podcast. And so similarly, I guess, with real life stuff like that, uh, it's something that my wife and I are wrestling with because we've been sort of tossing about it around the idea of doing a bit of a po- parenting slash family kind of podcast thing because it's a part of my life. So why not make it a part of our 
families as a whole life. And, uh, and so I think that's, I guess, my long-winded way of saying I think you should definitely do that. And, and I would hope that something even like, like the prompt, a show like that, and I'm not putting the pressure on Mike and Federico, obviously, that's for them to decide. <laughs> do it now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll happily, I don't know Federico that well. I haven't talked to him ever, so I can happily put the pressure on Mike because I know he's a big Yeah. Guy. You know, I, I've... <laughs> Hey, I am very similar. Like what you said really resonates with me. I'm much more extroverted online than I am in real life, which made thing it makes things like WWDC exhausting for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I cannot talk to anyone else. But, um, you know, I think I've definitely struggled with that, of like uh, expending time, like, uh, like reviewing a product or, you know, like the prompt takes a lot of time every week to, to pull off and like investing in time time into things that like, quote, really don't matter. And uh, I definitely go back and forth on that a lot. And I, I have time periods where it's, I'm all but shuttering the site because like, I just can't bring myself to talk about whatever, um, you know, the new Nexus seven, which I have sitting right here. Um, oh, nice. it's, you know, it's like, I want to review it, but it's like, also like, I really just don't care. And so it's, I have to find that balance. But but that's the beauty of of what we do, right? If you have a website or a podcast or whatever, like you can do whatever you want to do with that. Um, I, I don't get them anymore. But when I first started um, writing about some of this stuff, like ninety eight percent of the feedback was like overwhelmingly positive. And I had like a lady like wrote me a letter, like and like she emailed me and said, "I want to send you something." And so I gave her my address, which was probably foolish, like a really like lovely, like handwritten letter to me and my family. Um, nice. And so like for all of that feedback, you, you occasionally get the troll of like, like, you know, I, like the people who don't want to listen to podcasts about parenting. Well, it's fine. Like go somewhere else. You know, like yeah. I'm not dependent on your page view for income. Um, yeah. But I think people are more accepting of that now, too. Like people are more accepting of, you know, um, a guy who writes about, you know, Apple technology, journalism, whatever, like occasionally is going to write a letter to one of his children on his website. And like, you know, I don't have to read that. Like I can still come for whatever I want to come for. Um, but I think people overall are more accepting and want to hear an individual's voice. Like I want to hear whatever Mike Hurley does, whether it's about Android or Apple or comic books. And I really don't like comic books. Like that's going to, me coming out as like a I don't understand comic books at all like I don't get it but like if Mike I know Mike's passionate about it and I love Mike and so I want you know like if he wants to talk to me about like Spider-Man rebooted Matrix trilogy whatever it's like <laughs> fine like you know I can I can I can I can do that yeah yeah certainly and especially when it's like uh I know not meant in a disrespectful way but it's not like you're the Wall Street Journal right like you're it's it's uh, Stephen's blog. It happens to be called Five Twelve Pixels net, or the even the prompt, like where you start off. Like I mean, from episode one, it's not like people are expecting that it's going to be this. Uh, again, this <laughs> I'm, I'm I think I'm the master of the back backhanded compliment, but like the it's not this high level discourse. And you certainly have some really good discussions about tech world, but like you know, you're talking about where what kind of pasta Federico's eating or oh yeah you know I don't understand what's happened to that show (laughs) we wanted it to be like high level discourse (laughs) and but really I mean really what the prompt is supposed to be is um like NPR for nerds and people have said that about five by five on the whole um right Dana said it about five by five in the past but like we really want like our show to be like an NPR show um which is of course national public radio here in the states and you know, so we're going to, we're experimenting with having guests on and having different types of little segments. And you listen to NPR like in the morning and they talk about Afghanistan and like terrorism. And then they talk about something else. And like there's, you know, but underneath it all is like a relationship between the people doing the news and like producing it and the guys on air. And so we're trying to find that balance. Um, I don't know if we're going to talk about Federico being in the bathroom anymore though that was a little that was a little weird for me (laughs) it was really funny (laughs) yeah well especially i think for for us in north america with his uh obviously yes he's italian so he obviously or not obviously i guess but he does have an italian accent and uh to me everything whenever i hear him say stuff it you just have the unfortunately you have the stereotypical like suave italian guy and he i think he legitimately is a suave oh yeah guy but uh you know saying these things that it just sound kind of funny and uh like a, a really the worst pickup line in the world, but uh, 
everything he says sounds sexy. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and that's to be honest, to be fair, that's uh, if not one third of the key to your success is is the accent uh, accent uh, menagerie. If I can, say yeah, a smorgasbord. Yeah, um, yeah, and like we actually have gotten a lot of emails and tweets and stuff. Like people were like. Yours is one of the only shows I've listened to where I can always tell who's speaking. Right. Because <laughs> like, exactly. we all sound like, so, I mean, and Mike sounds, if you like find like old episodes of the bro show or like, Mike and I've had two previous shows, um, Mike sounds more American than he ever has. Like it's, especially in some words and turns of phrase, he sounds very American. And, um, but like you listen to me and like, I'm not the same type of like semi-American voice Mike has developed. I'm from like, you know, the Delta South and, and in my accent, isn't really very strong compared to other people who live in the same area, but you know, we, it, it's, it's always, it's, it's fun and it gives us, you know, like cultural jokes. We all poke fun of each other and, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So good. for folks who may be unfamiliar, when we've tossed around names too, Mike Hurley is the co-host, uh, along with you on the prompt. He's also does a, for people who've listened to this show, he's been on actually twice now already. So actually I was going to, I was gonna. I had the idea of setting up this show with the the premise that we could not actually say Mike Hurley's name for the entire episode, <laughs> just to yeah. see if we could make it through. But obviously, we've broken that rule. So I, that would uh, be hard. I mean, we're basically um, yeah spirit brothers. So yeah, exactly. Uh, so you could play that maybe the the reverse of that. Play the drinking game of take a shot whenever you hear Mike Hurley's name. <laughs> That's what I've been doing. I mean, it's ten o'clock in the morning and yeah. I'm completely wasted. Um, Naked and wasted in Memphis. That would be a good show title if. If I yeah, show if, titles for this show. And if it wasn't 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's 10 o'clock in the evening somewhere. We'll it on. always is. It's uh, it's 10 o'clock for somebody. So, uh, uh, yeah, the, the prompt with Mike Hurley and then Federico Vitici, which, like you said, you and Mike had done shows prior to this. Uh, the Bro Show, which predates my awareness of 70 decibels for the most part. And then uh, 512 pixels or 512 uh, so the Just, bro show Mike did with a guy named Terry Lucy. Um, so Terry and Mike and I are the the co-founder were the co-founders of Seventy Decibels with Mike and Terry being the majority owners, if you will. Right. Um, uh, and so Mike and Terry did the bro show, and that's actually was my first introduction. I was a guest on that show. Um, and then when they moved, when he rebranded his command space, Terry exited. Uh, but Mike and I did the Ungenius podcast. Um, I can get you some links of the stuff, but, uh, it was a podcast where we covered, like we literally go to Wikipedia and hit the random article button and talk about whatever article came up. Right. Unless it was like, you know, herpes or something, you know, we, we did censor it a little bit. Um, it was a short run show. We did it, I think for less than a year, um, because it took a lot of time to like read entire Wikipedia articles. And then we let go down these rabbit holes and that show I think is actually, Probably going to see a season two before too long, uh, hopefully. Um, and then we did the 512 podcast, which was, you know, a, kind of a straight up just tech show um, that morphed into the prompt when we moved to 5x5. Five five. Yeah. And so, so talk about, I guess, um, a, a popular, maybe it's not a popular theme, but a discussion I keep coming back to is this idea of knowing when, it's kind of a depressing topic, but knowing when to kill a show, right? Like, because... There's no, we're not beholden to any uh, uh, stockholders or even listeners or viewers for that matter, really. We can, nobody shows up and listens, we can just keep doing the show. And maybe that's one metric why that you might base, the reason why you stop doing a show. But what, uh, and you can pick maybe which everyone makes for the best story or maybe all of them together combined somehow. But why would you stop doing, say, um, I, yeah, one of the shows that you did. And- yeah, I mean, the, the 512 podcast story is really boring. We had to change the name, and Mike had wanted to do a, I think he talked about it with you, wanted to do a show with multiple people and like with like a, you know, kind of panel discussion type thing. And I wanted to do it too. And so we just, we had to change the name. So we decided to change the format too. Uh, Ungenius, though, I think is a case study in when you should quit a podcast. Um, it still to this day has a very loyal following, but a very small following. Um, and this was, you know, in the 70 decibels day. So, it, you know, the shows didn't have to be big to be, quote, successful. Um, but it was small and it, it, it grew very quickly and plateaued, um, which is, you know, again, you, that's fine. It's just something to consider. Um, the other thing and really why we killed it was the the amount of time that we had invested in it, like, wasn't worth the return. Um, so, 
in conjunct, you know, in, as opposed to the prompt where you know we have detailed show notes, and and my job is to kind of uh, be like the content editor for the show, and you know, make sure our discussions are are there, and you know, I kind of outline what we're going to cover each week. Um, but with Ungenius, you know, we picked an article a week before, and we were supposed to read it and have good notes and have any related articles we wanted to talk about, and it was. Um, more times than not, we would sit down on Wednesday to record the show and neither of us had read the article. <laughs> and it's like, well, and you can, if you listen to all the episodes, you can tell what episodes that happens on because they're not very good. Because again, because I can't read and talk at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Like that's why I'm not looking at the chat room. Like I would just fall over dead. Um, like, it was really bad. Like it was just like, obviously they're reading this to me and they haven't digested it. And you know, it, we still love the idea of, of ungenius. Please don't steal the idea from us. But um, it just, the return wasn't there. And we knew that we couldn't, we weren't making it the way we wanted to make it. And so it was time to kill it. Um, and I, I am, uh, I think Mike and I are very similar in that way where I've killed projects that I love because I'm not doing my idea justice, either due to time or money or technology, you know, constraints, whatever it might be. And so it, it was painful. Like I really like, I want the show to be awesome. I want every week it, for it to be hilarious or moving or whatever, uh, or strange. Like we had a couple of really strange episodes. Um, but then like peppered throughout it were like really bad, like mediocre. I'm reading into a microphone episodes. And that just kind of, uh, just didn't work for me. Yeah. And especially in audio form, I, I don't know, maybe like you, it's, it's almost easier to recognize, say, than if you're doing, a, writing a bunch of bad articles on your blog, let's say, or just, yeah, which like, I also do. Like, yeah. and I'm great at that. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> I think we all do that, but where it's like, and probably just a, that sort of performance of, if it was video audio, something where people can see and hear you, they can just hear the awkwardness of the, the episode or the, the show or whatever. And, uh, and probably either tune out or, or, and you can feel it too. Like just, yeah. Well, like I was going to say, like with this, this episode, not that this is, this isn't a bad episode, but we, I, we both, I think screwed up time zones as, but I often screw up time zones. So I'm not going to throw you under the bus that it's my, I'm the host here. It's my job to. But I brought you a silver gift so you can't. can't. (laughs) It's in the mail, right? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Uh, And so as a result, I don't actually, I'm flying blind you know nothing about me no exactly which this would be really awkward if i didn't already had been stalking your blog and listening to your podcasts and yeah and stalking you on twitter and all that kind of stuff and sitting outside your house every other day just to make sure there it is that's um but yeah so (laughs) (laughs) you can uh and it's one of those weird things i know i talked about this with mike and other people too where you know you i hear somebody and this goes to maybe discussing a best, uh, doing an interview show where you've heard someone talk on a podcast for a long time. And so you feel quite familiar with them. But then actually talking to them is can be completely different where it's like, okay, this person actually is either hard to talk to or he and I or her and I or whatever don't actually have that much in common. Yeah. Luckily, to minute uh, 31 anyways of the show, we seem to be okay. So hopefully people yeah. haven't tuned yeah. out. That's definitely a very real phenomenon. That's like a super first world problem that people like me have. Like I go to WWDC and like, oh, I listen to your show. And like, oh, like we can't have a conversation because (laughs) you don't actually know me. Yeah. But I feel like I know you. And uh, that is a very weird thing. And I think I've been on the other end of it too. Like I've shown up for a guest appearance or something and like, you know, they either know me like sort of like too well. They're like, oh, you're at the singer like 2009. It's like, cool. Creepy. Um, but like I've had and, and what has been the case more and more for me is uh, meeting people who I just know through Twitter or whatever, like meeting them in real life, which is great or doing or like you and I are doing like doing a show together mm-hmm. and it just works. Yeah. And I think that's because, you know, uh, like we were talking about earlier, like you and uh, hopefully me, like I try really hard to be basically the same person. And yes, I'm more extroverted um, online than I am in real life. But like, I try to be funny on Twitter. I try to be funny in real life on Twitter. Some of my jokes bomb and in real life, some of them bomb. Like I just try to be authentic. And I think people like listeners and people who read, especially if you like, I've been doing five twelve almost for, for almost five years now. And like people catch on if you're not authentic over that period of time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and like, I don't want to listen to something or read something where, 
And especially if I know the person, I was like, you know, I really don't think you think that. I think you're saying it because it's popular. You're saying it to be inflammatory. But I think really, you know, your actual view is much more boring than that. And like, that's <laughs> yeah. fine. Like, be boring. Like, I'd rather be boring than fake. Yeah, be authentically boring. It's, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a band name. Probably. It should be if it's not. The <laughs> joke's bombing. <clears throat> uh, okay, so now uh, getting to actually talking about podcasting and stuff for what the reason people tune into this show maybe <laughs> is the uh, is anyone here? I don't know. <laughs> There's nobody. Nobody lie. We I think we screwed everybody up by with the time zones and and uh, and stuff too. So it's fine. There's oh no, sorry, one person's in the chat room. So that's a person. Hey, that rusty. Um, so talk a bit. I guess with now you're doing a, a panel discussion. There's you and two others, like we've said many times on the prompt. And uh, how did you divide up roles going into this? You're all familiar, or no, Federico. He hasn't done podcasting officially, right? Like I'm sure he's done interviews, but yeah, he's just done interviews. He did uh, one with me, one with Mike. Um, I think I think we had a third somewhere, but um, I mean the the division of labor is is pretty straightforward. Um, obviously, Mike handles all the audio. Um, he stays up late editing the show. Um, we do. He's he and he's spoken about this. So I'll just kind of blast it super quickly. But we do locally record. Um, both Mike and Federico have terrible internet connections, and um, and so we were having a lot of like Skype robotic and weird compression stuff. And uh, so we decided that it'd be worthwhile, at least for now, to locally record and for Mike to sync all that that stuff up. Uh, it's a lot more work, especially obviously for Mike, but it sounds a lot better. Um, so Mike does all of that. Uh, he handles the, uh, for the most part, handles the business end with the, with the internal five by five stuff. Um, I view myself as the editor of the show, not as in sound editor, but like uh, editor in chief of the show. Where um, uh, for the most part, it's I'm the one kind of outlining the topics for the week. And obviously, I mean anybody, we have a Google document. Anyone, any three of us can can add a show topic. We have a long document of topics we want to do. And so, you know, every, every week I I sit down on Monday, Monday evenings. Uh, so two days before the show, you know, call through any feedback we've gotten, put that in, uh, kind of look at the topic list, what we want to cover. If there's any news, you know, uh, or any news that we know is going to happen. So like last week, the, like Monday, we knew the Apple earnings call was going to be, I think the earnings call was on Tuesday. It's like we knew that was going to be there, so we didn't know what we were going to say, but we knew that hey, you know, we need to devote at least a, a couple minutes to the the Apple earnings call. And uh, and Federico um, uh, is really kind of uh, he has his own segment uh, where he does tips and sort of like crazy URL scheme stuff at the end of the show. Uh, but is also very very heavily involved in, in the content. In fact, the topic we're discussing Wednesday, he came up with completely, um, and he just he came to me and Mike and said, hey, I want to. I want us to talk about this. this. These are my thoughts. Can you guys, you know, go in there and read over it and add your own feedback and stuff? So it's all very give and take on the content, but it ultimately kind of is is my responsibility that we have an hour worth of stuff to talk about. So if we if we ever have a show that's twenty six minutes long, I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> or Mike and Federico both decide just or their internet just exploded. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and. Uh, so talk, uh, I guess what are you using for a collaborative tool to to manage that discussion? It's it's all we just have a folder in Google Drive. Um so it's all just Google Documents um which you know is not the best thing in the world but if you have it, the collaboration is really key. Uh we we run the show uh with that Google document open. Uh, our shows are very heavily scripted and scripted is I don't mean like <laughs> I know what I'm going to say. Sometimes, especially I will do that. Though. I'll put in like a paragraph or a sentence that I want to make sure I say. But they're very heavily outlined. Like we know what topics we're going to do in what order. We know what subpoints we know. Usually we know who is going to make what subpoint so we don't talk over each other. That's a huge problem on podcasts with more than two people yeah. is that people just run into each other with their voices. And we really try to avoid that. We throw questions to each other. Um, so all that is in basically this just ever scrolling Google document. Right. And so is it actually, um, like you said, sort of scripted to the, to the point of um, like uh, just when you said throwing questions to each other, like Steven will now ask Federico. I mean, maybe it's not written out with that exact 
Yeah. Um, to, yeah. I mean, like to that. So, sometimes it is. Yeah. Um, because sometimes that I'll know that Federico really wants to make a point about this, and I need to set him up to make that point. Um, Which I think that's just sorry. that's just good interviewing technique. Yeah. As I interrupt you. <laughs> That was in our script, actually. I was supposed to interrupt you right there as well. Yeah. yeah. Steven storms off in rage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's just, and part of that's just my background having a journalism degree. Like, I was taught how to interview people. Not that I'm very good at it, but, um, and we keep a, in addition to that, we keep an iMessage group thread basically running what seems like 24 hours a day some days. <laughs> um, but we have that up in the show as well. So if, you know, if Mike is getting rambly, I'll just be like, hey, 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 you know, until he stops or, you know, like, hey, you know, Federico, I want to jump in after you, you know, can, um, right. just to just to help with the flow, because I was really, really afraid of, like, I mean, so I'm all naming shows, but Wait, some shows are shows. really bad. Nobody listens to this. You can name shows. It doesn't matter. Uh, well, I mean, well, I was going <laughs> to. OK, I will. They're. Like the Verge cast is exceptionally bad at this. And I like the Verge. I like the guys of the Verge. I like the Verge cast. But like they are always talking over each other. And it's crazy town. And they're in person. Like you can see when dude is getting ready to open his mouth. Um, but uh, we wanted to avoid that. And so we we work very hard to take turns. Yeah, and you've got a lot working against you. Like you said, with different time zones, different uh Skype connectability, internet levels. And so like, just like you and I here, like, I mean, we have a pretty good Skype connection, but there's a pause and you're like, okay, I think he's done. And then, right. oh no, shoot, actually that was just Skype and he's actually still going or, right. or you've dropped out completely and I'm just talking to nobody uh, aside from <laughs> now, the, you know, the couple of folks in the chat room, <laughs> which makes yeah. for an interesting interview. But um, I think that's something where a lot of folks, I think in the, going back to the, you know, what this space is, whether it's podcasting, broadcasting and the big companies and the little guys and, but that's something I think a lot of podcasters shy away from in terms of prep of their show where they almost don't want to be scripted because they feel like then it's not indie uh, level of production. I don't know. Like they don't want to appear too professional, right? And they want it to right. be improv and off the cuff and, and relaxed. Yeah, which you can still have plenty of. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially the last two episodes of The Prompt, like we've talked about crazy stuff, especially at the beginning. And uh, like you can still leave room for that and you, that could still happen. Like if something comes up in a show, like say Federico's always the one who does this because he's a lot smarter than, than me at least. Uh, he'll say something and it like <laughs> wait, wait. triggers, it like triggers a river of thought for me. Yeah. And like, I'm like, well crap, like my next point makes no sense anymore because of what you said. Yeah. And I want to go talk about that. And so, yeah, I mean, we're not going to, something that comes up, like we're going to go do it and we're going to go talk about it. We're going to go down that rabbit hole. Uh, if it's worth doing, but uh, the, an outline is there as a guide for when those moments don't happen, which most of the time they don't, you know, like, you know, only one of us will make a brilliant point every three episodes or something that totally derails a show. Um, the outline is there for when things are going predictably. Yeah. I was going to say, you sort of threw, I like how you threw Mike under the bus there where Federico's at least smarter than you, not, not smarter than Mike. Anyway, or no, maybe through Federico. No, that's complimenting Mike. Yeah. Sorry. Flipping it around. Uh, Everything is inside out in Canada. Yeah, it's backwards. Here. You guys have the metric system, which is some better. of you speak French. You all have healthcare. Like none of it makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's another. Uh, we had a great episode. Yeah, speaking really, of podcasting, podcast. we had a great episode of uh, a new show that I'm doing with Tim Smith and and Adam Clark, and it was an awesome discussion. They were asking me questions about Canada because they have no clue. You know, being the stereotypical Americans, they don't know anything right. about Canada. Great discussion, and then Logic decided to add a bunch of static over the whole episode for me. So nobody uh, will hear Logic, the genius. Uh, Logic 10X, 10, 10 No, 10X. Uh, the X to the 10. No, I haven't uh, upgraded. I'm still Logic Express 8. Oh, that's not even a real app. Like, I know. Well, the dialogue boxes are awful. And, Express? Yeah. When's the last, they updated Logic Express last in like 2008. No. <laughs> it's so old. It's yes, not that it's bad. So it's so old. I got it right before. This is what does it run on OS nine? I think it does. Yeah, <laughs> actually, on my Newton, actually. No. Yes. <laughs> the uh, no, I bought it right before they did the App Store version, and uh, so I have like six CDs, DVDs. Oh yeah, it was awful. Yeah, so, which is awesome. I think when you have a MacBook Air now to. Install. Yeah, it's like let me reinstall. Oh wait. Yeah. Can't do that. Uh, any uh, gear, funky gear stuff? What what? What are you using for mics and stuff on your end? Right, we've talked right. to Mike about what Mike yeah. is using, but right. So, so Mike's setup is a lot more complicated than mine. He has 
the mixer, you know, he does about 72 shows a week. Um, I use the, uh, highly acclaimed road podcaster, uh, just the USB version on their own boom arm and shock mount. Um, you can get like the whole kit on Amazon, which is brilliant. Um, so I wrote road podcaster just straight into my MacBook air over USB. And then, um, that's really it. You know, nothing, I don't have a mixer. I don't have, you know, crazy compression running anywhere. Just road po- podcaster right into the Mac. Yeah. Keep it simple. It's simple. And the, the road podcasts are so good. And, you know, there's definitely a lot better mics, but for like bang for the buck, it's, pretty hard to beat in my, in my opinion yeah because isn't that bundle i don't know like 250 or something or I don't, yeah it might be a little more than that if yeah. you do because you can get the mic and the shock mount and like put it on your own arm i just bought their brand arm too it was like why not um yeah but it's really nice and it, it does such a good job of <clears throat> excuse me of getting rid of background noise and there's technical terms for all that that i always get wrong but um I could just, it's, it's high quality for, you know, under 500 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Cause that's like, you wouldn't, uh, well, both things I was going to say with, uh, the, uh, the show notes and preparation that you guys do listening to the episodes, I wouldn't have guessed that there was that level of, uh, for lack of, there's something in between, it's something in between scripting and completely free form, whatever. I don't know what that would be, but you know, you're, you have an outline, like you said, I guess that's probably the best word where it doesn't sound that heavily produced but it is well thought out i guess and yeah. um there's almost there's a term i know i years back this uh i'm a u2 fan and so like the they often do the same show every night but there's a sort of a term they threw around of spot uh rehearse spontaneity where mm. it's kind of like make it feel like it's not that you're lying to anybody but just make it feel like it's fresh and new for you and for the audience each time and yeah. it'll be a special experience not that you guys are completely rehearsing and re- redoing the same episode over and over right which would nor be a- my bono exactly <laughs> um, the bono of the podcast world i need some <laughs> cool sunglasses that'd be maybe federico is probably the bono of podcasting <laughs> world if anybody yeah. uh, and you know that, and that sort of thing i think is is key to a, a show like we want to do the prompt for a long time and um that means having good episodes on a consistent basis. Because if you fall, even if we fell into a rut of a couple of weeks or you know a couple of months, like that could really damage a, a show's longevity. Mm-hmm. And um, so we do. We uh, like like we're talking about on Genius. Like I want to be proud of it every week. And uh, so far, all of us have been proud of it every week. So every week is my new favorite episode. <laughs> yeah, that always reminds me. I think. Uh, maybe it was you or Mike that tweeted that about the episode. I I, may, I can't remember if I tweeted back or whatever, but that it's, it always reminds me of the Apple thing where every time they come out with a new MacBook Air, it's the best MacBook Air they've ever done, which, I mean, is, is good marketing speak, but it also is like, well, obviously, you've got the latest, greatest stuff in this. Of course, it's going right. to be better. <laughs> but I, which, uh, which is neat, actually, going looking back at your, I just have you scrolling through your your blog, is you know you're, you are a bit of a history nut when it comes to Apple tech. Yeah. Which yeah. it's it's one thing to be like a, interested and remember back to the good old days or whatever, but actually to go through it and, and uh, really break down some of the stuff yeah. and or like, write two thousand words about the Power Mac G four series. Yeah, or, or or live tweet the uh, what was it the other night you were doing the two thousand eight. I was watching I was watching the nineteen ninety eight and then the nineteen ninety nine WWDC Steve Jobs keynotes. Yeah. So my wife wasn't home. She had a friend in town and like I put the kids to bed and I was like, I got nothing to do. And I really ha- do have things to do, but there's nothing I wanted to do. And yeah. I was like, I'm just going to like find. So I, I recently rewatched the 1997 WWC. It wasn't a keynote. It was like a Steve Jobs interview, which uh, might be the best hour of Steve on YouTube. Uh, just really forward thinking and great. But 98 is when they announced like the OS 10 transition and, so I live tweeted it and I was, I did not have a drop to drink. Like I was completely sober. I always get like, people are like, are you drunk? I'm like, no, actually this is me completely with my head on my shoulders. <laughs> this is normal, Steve. But yeah, I just, yeah. I love Apple history and you know, I, I've been a, a customer of theirs for a long time. And I think it's, I think it's a really fast, just a fascinating company and fascinating story. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't like doing, we do a lot of it on the prompt, so I've, I've actually pretty much stopped doing it on 512. But, like, I really don't do a lot of, like, current news stuff. Like, it's just, I get my fill of that at the prompt, and so, like, I get to write about 
like old stuff. Like they're never going to let me do a new episode of the prompt where I like outline the intricate details of the changes in between the, you know, the, the 110, the 120, you know, model, but I can write about it and they can't, Mike can't stop me there. <laughs> you hear me, Mike he can't can, stop. He can censor you in Britain. Maybe is about all he can do. Yeah. He actually definitely has the editor log into my website. So he actually really could oh, yeah. stop. So, but <laughs> might be time to revoke that. Um, yeah. And uh, before we wrap up, uh, I didn't prep you for that, or maybe I did, uh, but I know you've listened to a couple episodes. What are some podcasts that you you yourself listen to and enjoy besides listening to the prompt over and over? I only listen to the prompt. No, <laughs> um, let me uh, let me let me look oh, at Instacast. Dear. It's the only way to do this fairly. And also, yeah, what you so you use Instacast? Is Instacast just on the phone? I have it on my iPad and Mac, but I never open them. Just in the uh, in the phone, uh, mostly in the car. Um, do you make it's your really kids hard. listen to podcasts? No, but I normally, I don't, if we take the kids, we're in my wife's car. So she doesn't let me listen to tech podcasts with the family. Um, you know, I, I, would, I remember I the first say, time, sorry to interrupt while you're looking, I'll, I just remember the first time I, I think I was playing some, a Dan Benjamin, like one of his for early podcasts. It was like a photography one maybe or something when I was like, I was just fascinated with the medium. I wasn't, and I was just listening to whatever was sounded reasonably good and not that he wasn't doing a good job, but I remember my wife just being so annoyed with Dan's voice at the time. Yeah, <laughs> she was like, "I'm going to sleep now because this guy's really annoying me." <laughs> I have I have gotten my wife my uh, my wife Mary does listen to the prompt, and she listens to Command Space if I tell her that it's worth listening to. So she's up to two. Um, I mean, there's obviously some. I think there's some obvious picks in here. Accidental Tech Podcast is is great. Uh, all three of those guys are awesome guys. Um, Command Space, which is British guy does, he's kind of a jerk, but uh, Mike is actually a really good interviewer. I always enjoyed that. Um, there was a uh, podcast um, that uh, what I think is on hiatus called Pretty Broken. Actually, a friend of mine does, and it's just about life in the South, like no technology, no technology, no Apple stuff, just like life as a Southerner, like history of the South and stuff, which is pretty pretty fascinating. And I would say that um, maybe to round out the top top ones, um, uh, Adam Savage does one called Still Untitled. You know, Adam Savage is the guy on Mythbusters, and they have a website called Tested where they talk about nerd stuff. And um, it's a great show. I, I don't listen every week, um, but it's a lot of stuff about like special effects and nerd movies and kind of like nerd culture, and uh, it's pretty good. That's it. Not That's to, like the top. I mean, I had yeah. like twenty-seven things in here. Yeah, but uh, I would say those are like the top. You know, top four or five. Um, yeah, I've got some. I have a lot of shows that uh, I don't know how many people are like this. Maybe you're like this, where I don't listen every week, but I always check the show notes. And so I've got some shows like that. You know, like yeah, uh, some some interview shows. Like, like I have no idea who this person is, or like they make an app that I like dislike. Like, oh, I'm not going to listen to them talk about it for an hour. But um. You know, there's so much good stuff out there and and there seems to be like every month or two and I seem to like come across someone talking on Twitter about a new show and and a lot of them are in like the Mac Apple space and I think that space is filling up uh, quickly um, but like there's so much stuff out there like I don't have a lot of podcasts I listen to that aren't tech related but I know that I should like maybe not the nightly news like we were talking about earlier but you know things like stuff you should know um, they've got a couple that are really good that, you know, they're not tech. Like I get tired of listening to tech news all the time. And so I hope to branch out some, I just haven't. <laughs> I know I'm with you though there. Cause it's, I feel like, well, there's like interview shows with non tech folks. There's a, a really good interview on a, on CBC Canadian broadcast company here in Canada, obviously. And I think in lots of stations in the States to actually, uh, Gian Gameshi on a show called Q and it's a really good, like, you know, he'll talk to the celebrity coming through on the movie circuit or whatever, but then also have some deeper high level discussion with authors and, and whatever. And so you get a kind of variety and that idea of like, yeah, picking and choosing, which I love because um, if it was just the radio that you turned on in the morning, you kind of stuck with whoever they happen to lift, be choosing the interview and, and that's who you listen to. And that's sort of how the office used to work, I guess. But, but this yeah. day and age, it's nice how you can just, no, I don't want to listen to that one. Mark it as read or listen to, and then go to jump to the other show. Yeah. I do. I do keep. Uh, for a while, Dan was doing a show on Five by Five called The Crossover, 
where he would pull hosts from different shows just talk about random things. They, they, they did sort of a parenting episode. And that was actually one of my all-time favorite podcasts because it's every, you know, people that I, I look up to and work with in some cases. And uh, that show seems to be on hiatus as well. But if that ever comes back, it's it's one not to miss. Yeah, I love that uh, that kind of idea. It's just a good intro music too. Oh, is it? I can't remember. I'll have to go it's back good. It's good. And Quit has good intro music, but I think yeah. I mean, obviously I'm biased, but the prompt is pretty good. <laughs> intro music too. That's I have a funny story about that. Can we wrap, maybe wrap up with my funny story? Sure. Yeah. I don't think I've told any. I don't. Mike knows. I don't think anyone else knows. So the prompt has very like techno. I mean, not like heavy, but like it's like techno electronic intro music. Here, just so kind of. I'll uh, I'll cue it up here. I'm gonna take my headphones off. I know you get crazy on the volume. Yeah. <laughs> Mike is still deaf from where you blasted his ears off. <laughs> we'll okay. see how it is. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. Maybe I'm doing everything wrong. Welcome to the prompt. Discussion on technology and the culture surrounding Apple and related companies. It is July 24th, 2013. Welcome back oh, to the World's Greatest Podcast. My name is Mike Hurley. I'm Mike. And I am joined by my two illustrious. Let's just listen to the prompt for a while. That can be. He said illustrious. That's how you and that's how you introduced me. Yeah, maybe that's why. Wow. It's like the universe is telling me something. That was actually scripted from Mike. I switched shampoos and it really has done a good, <laughs> good thing for me. Um, that was in your uh, your rider, actually, wasn't it? That I had oh, yeah, to refer to you as the illustrious. Yeah. Uh, you have to, or I will sue you. No. Yeah. <laughs> and only the red um, M&Ms, please. Um, yeah, so, like the, so that music, we really struggled to find like the feel for the show, like music-wise. and That's tough. We knew we wanted to do all these like voiceover. Like we do these little like... Uh, clips that we drop in they're like feedback or you know previously on the prompt and i wanted we wanted something that unified all that and like i like i tend to like techno music like for podcasts like the 512 and even ingenious had like very like heavy like electronic music and um and so that particular music i really struggled with on the prompt like we there's a dropbox folder somewhere with like eight versions of it and they're all very different and all very bad and I was thinking about this problem one day and my phone rang and I had made that clip as a ringtone like five years ago. Like when you could first like make garage band ringtones. You remember oh, yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. And like people just went crazy. I went crazy and made a ton of them. And like I used, I've used that ringtone for years and I was like, there it is. Like, we'll just use that. And, uh, <laughs> but I don't have, what's really bad. I don't have the garage band file. Like it's gone. And so like we can't really edit the music. Like we have it just as an M4A or whatever. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's uh, I think uh, what you call a .dot wave file. Um, <laughs> it's four gigabytes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it was like it was literally like the ringtone that I've carried around for years, and I sent it to the guys, and like I didn't tell them. I was like, "What do you guys think about this?" And like Mike was like, "Well, what if we tweak this one thing?" I was like. So here's the deal. Like, if you like it, that's really cool, but I can't edit it. He's like, well, why not? I was, so I, I like spilled the beans to Mike that I just recycled something that I made five years ago. But <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, do what you got. I mean, just like it hit me. I was like, oh, this is it. Like, yeah. And then like, you know, like that happened every single other version of the intro music. Like I'd made a bunch of them. And like every time I was like, yeah, guys, this is it. And they were like, dude, this sucks. And so <laughs> sometimes I'm my, I'm my own best uh cheerleader yeah I, that's so it is actually a song or to, uh, not, what, not a song maybe but like a thing that you created yourself out of you know loops and stuff or in garage yeah nice yep i wish more and maybe there is more that do this but i i get lazy too like i i play guitar and so like there's no reason why i technically couldn't sit down and try and compose an intro for some songs and stuff and yeah. i get lazy and just go you know to audio jungle or whatever and grab a loop i think that's where the intro for this show came from it's- it's hard though, like because yeah. you got you want to set the tone, and I think a show that did this really well is Bit Splitting, uh, yeah. an interview show. Uh, he actually just ended season one, uh, Daniel Jalkett of Red Sweater Software. I think Bit Splitting is like very like gentle, uh, like playful but very soft intro music, and and his voice is kind of soft, and it's a very soft spoken podcast. They're not people yelling about pasta in the background and. <laughs> Uh, like it just he does such a good job at like setting the tone of the show with the music and it's really really hard and i think a lot of shows don't pay a lot of attention to it um and you know, i'm not saying we did it right but you know hopefully we did it better than some so yeah 
Yeah, Daniel actually was a interview or guest on. What am I trying to say? It must be the end of the show because I can't talk anymore. That's good. But he is, uh, I'll put that in the show. I think it was somewhere around 18-ish. I'll, super, I'll super nice guy. Yeah, he's he's definitely, his Twitter handle, like I joked with him, is Daniel Punkass. And he's anything yeah. about that in, you know, when you talk. Yeah, he's like super like, I mean, I don't know him super well, but seems to be like a pretty straight-laced guy. It's like, yeah. it's just a funny. Yeah, episode 17 he was. So, All right, so in wrapping up, I guess, where, where can folks find you if we haven't... Uh, already covered everything besides sitting outside well, your house you know where my house is on memphis yeah. in memphis so but besides so got, that got green shutters just look for that one okay um right next to elvis Agen, yeah <laughs> he's dead too soon um <laughs> what was the question oh wherever can people find me uh 512pixels.net is my web blog so to speak uh twitter and app.net and pretty much everywhere else uh the handle is ismh and you can find me on the prompt uh, every Wednesday evening at five by five. Awesome. You guys aren't doing. Yeah. Oh, I, I talked to Mike. You're not doing live yet, right? No. Any plans uh, for live or not? It's hard. The to internet do. connection, the internet connection thing is really yeah. tough. And like there is not possible for them to buy better internet where they live. So uh, that is a dream. We want to do it live one day, but I think it's, uh, I don't see it anytime in the near future. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Stephen, for uh, coming in, coming on the show. And uh, despite the uh, the debacle, I'll call it, with the time zones that I set us up with. Uh, yeah. Oh, good. We, oh, uh, thanks for having me. We still managed to have a good show, I think. And uh, like uh, with Mike, I'll, I'll have you back again sometime and, and I'll, we'll actually double, triple check the, the time zones next yeah. time. It shouldn't That'd be, be that hard because we're, we're basically the same. We're just an hour apart. We just, I'm in we this did. land of no daylight savings time and it messes with every single is that time. what did it because we were when we set this up i thought we were in the same time zone no like it's email. yeah it's like 10 or central standard and central d whatever dt uh, is yeah. i don't know and i don't know which one i'm in you're, right now you're dt according to the i know it's zone, daylight all the time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly uh and uh thank you folks for listening uh of course i'm chris ends your host here i chris on twitter you can follow SSKTN at SSKTN on the Twitters, the app.nets, the Facebooks. And then there's some long, insane Google Plus URL that you can follow as well if you're on there. And uh, look for, I was going to just, in closing, like I said, if you've got a podcast that you want to submit and you want to come on the show, I kind of have an unofficial rule. I think I, I forgot to say that I, I kind of broke it for Steven here because I have an unofficial rule of sort of 10 episodes that you have to have in the can before you can come on. But I know that, I mean, Stephen on a, on a whole has more than, I don't know how many episodes you'd have. Uh, Lots. I don't know. Yeah. Many. A ton. Too more many. More than 10. A yeah. lot. So, uh, I'm, I'm not, that's, I'm not like a jerk. I'm not a hard, fast rule person, but <laughs> come so, back in three weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean like more than one anyways, for sure. Just yeah. to come and talk about, uh, cause I, yeah, it's, it's, Hey, if you can get to 10, like it's hard. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty, it seems like a pretty good rule. I think, I can, I think it's fair. So, um, and there's speaking of less than 10 episodes of a podcast, there's another show we do with, I'm doing a couple of developer friends called the accidental developer podcast, obviously a bit of homage to Marco and, and crew there. We, it's, it really was an accidental recording. And so we, uh, we just did episode one, we're recording episode two today. Tune in for that later if you're around. Uh, and, uh, I just realized I spelled Tuesday wrong on the calendar. <laughs> I don't know why I had to put on Tuesday when it's on a calendar that shows that it's on Tuesday. Anyways, and Lost in Lemon is a show I do with my brother-in-law, which just falls into one of those shows where it's just fun to do. And I don't care how many people listen. We just have fun chatting about weird stuff that's going on in life. So that's another show you can tune in for. It's recording later today on Tuesday and, uh, and, uh, look for it on SSKTN.com. <laughs> And a new show this later this week. I'll end this by promoting everything. A new show later this week. Thursday, we're recording uh, the Intellectual Radio Program with Tim Smith, Adam Clark, and uh, very high-level discourse that show. Nothing, nothing Will like Will you be uh, drinking uh, some expensive liquor and smoking a cig- uh, pipe? A pipe, yes. Yeah, not cigars. That's I can't imagine smoking well on a podcast. <laughs> I mean, A, that seems terrible for all the equipment, but like... Yeah. I lose my voice very easily. In fact, it's a little scratchy today. Like I would just be dead at the yeah, end of the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Lots of hmm hmm and ha ha. But nobody actually saying anything. All right. Uh, in closing up, thanks for listening. Have a great day. Adios. Adios.
Thanks for listening to Show Me Your Mic on the SSKTN Podcast Network. Follow along on Twitter at SSKTN or like us on Facebook.com slash SSKTN. Be sure to visit SSKTN.com for interviews with other podcasters, as well as learn about other shows we produce, such as Welcome to the Internet, Too Lazy to Blog, and Lost in Lemon. <laughs>